Welcome to the Guitar Freaks Podcast, where we turn beginning guitar players into guitar freaks. This podcast is sponsored by Fret Deck. And now your host, Justin Comstock. Welcome to the Guitar Freaks Podcast. This is your host, Justin Comstock. I am pumped today to have Alex and Nadav from Opal Ocean back on the podcast. What is up, fellas? Hey, man. We're, we're back. Ready to go. You guys are back. (laughs) Back and ready to rock. That's what I like. We we can't we can't help ourselves from talking all things guitar, you know, it's in our blood. So (laughs) (laughs) yep, that is why you're here, because both of you are guitar freaks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys just launched an amazing new album last Friday. Um, and we're gonna dig into it and talk about it because it is uh, a very cool album. There's a lot of different textures, different sounds that you guys have been able to pull on this album that you didn't have on the last. And man, it is rocking. <laughs> I love Great. it. Thank you. Uh, so first kind of what, what was the inspiration behind the entire album? How did you guys kind of come up with the concept of uh, the Hadle Zone? Yeah, I, I mean, like, all right, so for a long time, we were very fascinated by all things small. Like microscopic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and for a long time, uh, behind the ideas was a lot of, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen those uh, electron microscope pictures. Like, it, 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 very interesting thing to Google, by the way. Um, but yeah, like we, we, we wanted to create some kind of, you know, interesting alien almost visuals, you know, that there's this whole idea of kind of pushing further and seeing things, you know, you don't really see um, uh, normally. And then the, the concept evolved. Um, we got stuck into, yeah, the, the really deep ocean and yeah. all of the crazy creatures that live down there. And it's honestly, we, we like, since we got into that world, we've been just you know, going deeper and deeper and finding, you know, artists that were taking pictures um, of those surreal creatures, um, videos as well. And the more we kind of investigated that side, the more it kind of resonated with the music. And, um, and yeah, we kind of just went for it, you know? Yeah, no, it was definitely like, it's very big metaphor for the exploration of our music and ourselves. It's very much like exploring the deep sea, you know, it's, it's full of things you, you don't know much about, things you've never seen before. We take that like music you've never heard before. Yeah, sure. And that's really what we wanted to explore with this album. Wow, that's cool. How, how, where did you guys get the, the album cover? I love that, by the way, your guys' album yeah. cover. Is well, it? Funny enough, um, oh, what is his name? Fabio. Fabio. Oh, yeah, Fabio. Fabio, yeah. An Italian photographer. And uh, we, for a while, we were just going through Instagram and trying to find, you know, uh, deep sea photographers and to see if there was any, you know, Im- images that would strike with us. And we, he was on the list and we contacted him and we really liked that octopus picture he had. Yeah. And uh, he, he decided to, um, to, to, you know, be okay with it. And at the end, he didn't want any money for it. He wanted just us to make a donation to a children's uh, charity. Yeah, children's oh, charity. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And, and this is something like, this is a reoccurring theme we found with a lot of the underwater photographers and cinematographers that we've been in touch with is every single one of them, not a single one has wanted money for themselves. It's either to charity or to raise awareness for the ocean. Yeah. And wow. it is a really amazing thing to see so inspiring. such passionate yeah. people that, that are really dedicated to their, you know, their, their, their passion and, and to saving, you know, marine, uh, marine life and just to raise awareness. And uh, this is also something that we, we found passion for during, uh, you know, this year, especially uh, we've watched documentaries like uh, Chasing Coral. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but like it, it's a, it was a big impact for when we went out and contacted uh, people like David Gruber um, who I'm sure we'll talk about later in, in regards to the music video, but like all these people are, are very, very, uh, how would you say, they're caring. And, yeah, and they're really they're caring. And they, they're honestly, they were just so, um, how, how can you say, yeah, just so open to those ideas. And they, they really had a genuine love for the ocean. Yeah. And uh, that, you know, we were just so happy to be able to, you know, help them towards their goals. Yeah. and to kind of make their mission a bit part of ours. That's uh, it's really cool to have the same kind of, you know, like end goal in mind, which is yeah. raising awareness, you know, for, for marine wildlife and just in regards to climate change as a whole, to have all these people work together. If we could do a little bit in our own way, yeah. then we will. And uh, it, it, as well, the octopus looked damn awesome yeah. to us. That's and, pretty cool. And we did have another, another image, or, or like we had a list, and we, we still have like, you know, these guys that we might use the images, uh, like the yellow and black. Oh, yeah, that fish. Is yeah. yeah. So there's some stuff out there that's just awesome. That's pretty cool. I love it. It's yeah. Very cool. You guys. Very cool. Uh, let's let's I want to start talking about some of your songs um, and the inspiration behind them, the ideas, just any musical concepts that you guys developed with these songs. I, I want to hear about it. Uh, because I like that type of stuff, and oh, we, yeah, we like talking about that kind of Yes, stuff. I know we had a wonderful conversation <laughs> about your guys' last album. So <laughs> I've been I, I, going for them too long or something. Oh, okay. So um, one of the songs that really stuck to me when I first listened to the album last Friday uh, was "Time I Live." Yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell you how I kind of felt when I listened to it. I, I kind of felt like it was like, um, uh, it kind of felt like a, the, a new theme song for like a 007 film. It just, it was oh. pretty badass, you guys. Funny enough, it was meant to be um, the single of the album, actually. Yeah. Um, oh. It might still be uh, one of the singles. Everything's a single. <laughs> But we, uh, because of restrictions, we weren't able to film the music video we wanted for it, so we went with the Hadelson. But yeah, no, that was definitely uh, written as a single, and uh, yeah, it, it's got that really just simple structure and just all the cool, even that genty kind of breakdown thing we wanted. Yeah, uh, no, it's, 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 there's some quirky sounds as well at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. The breakdown was pretty cool. I, I listened to it before you guys came on and it stuck in my head. Yeah. And then the the opening riff uh, after you guys play the intro, uh, kind of that main riff you play throughout the song. Oh, uh, that one? Yep, yep, that one. Yeah. 
Um, how did you guys come up with that? Were you just tinkering around or what? <laughs> this is a funny story because, like, so this song when we started, it, we had the intro of that. Womp, 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 womp. Yep. We're like, sick. We're gonna write a like techno song. Yeah. So we called the song Techno City straight off the bat. We were just like, this is the running name, you know, like the working title for it. Uh-huh. And we just could, like we couldn't come together to find something and so like i was just like i'm gonna go for a walk let, let me know if you, you know like you find something and like i went for a little bit of walk uh, around the neighborhood i came back and i was like so i got something but it's not techno at all and he, goes, <laughs> he plays me what he had put down and i was like no that's cool let's fucking go with that it's like it's totally the the quirky opal ocean thing it's very fun yeah. it, it was um <laughs> I, I actually didn't even really come up with that idea straight away it was like um it, it was multiple ideas and it's just i couldn't find a way to make it fit into a bar yeah and so i ended up just looking at the phrase and chopping some of the the some of the bits some together bits, yeah. and and the, i was just okay well i like the end of this i like the beginning of this i like the middle of this and kind of sh- squeezed it into a bar yeah and and then yeah that phrase came out like out of just the editing and i was like whoa that's just really weird it's super I kind weird. of like it <laughs> yeah you were really so you were really unsure of how i was going to yeah, feel no. about it but honestly like i heard it and i was like yeah no nah, that's that's uh you know like i need to obviously a little bit of tweaking on some of the turnarounds and stuff but like Overall, it just had that vibe, like, meh, like that. It's oh, really, I don't think yeah. any crap in the world this this right Yeah. Two like, <laughs> notes. It's so funny, because, you know, like, every time someone listens to this song in particular, it gets such different feedback of how it's interpreted. You, you said 007. Yeah. And, you know, one of our fans in the UK, he said it sounds like a Rage Against the Machine kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Gav said that. No way. So like, and, and there's been a few other people as well who just like get a really um, different vibe. It's cool. Everyone's got a really strong but different interpretation. And that, and 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 that's uh, the beautiful thing about instrumental music, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, that's what Let's talk about uh, Point of No Return. I'm going to tell you how I felt when I was listening to this song. I, I felt like I was traveling to the depths of the ocean and uh, I just kept, it just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt when I listened to the song. I'm like, wow, this well, is very good. That is the concept of the song. Even the yeah. thing. So yeah. we, we have this, the sound you, you can, you know, for the intro, that big warbly bass sound. Um, that's something uh, in studio. Terry took out the mood. It was the mood. Right? It was a huge mood. It was a, a you vintage know, mood from like year one. Yeah, that's it. It's like <laughs> a vintage mood. And he goes, okay, okay. Like, just hop on this side. And you you turn these, and we're like, it was. We did a couple of takes. It's basically like a. The thing is with these these really old moogs and like all these old synthesizers and stuff like. It's just so unique. Every time you play with the sound, yeah, you'll never get the same sound. And, yeah. and it's kind of funny because, like, originally yeah. me and Alex wanted some uh, submarine sounds, and we had these yeah. sounds like uh, we downloaded from Freesound just to like test uh, during the demo, you know, demo song stages. We had like you know, all these kind of like the creaking of metal, with, you know, as you go 
plummeting down. And then when we were in studio and Terry did this, it kind of filled that void of uh, needing something to, yeah. to ramp up and to, because that riff, when it came, comes in, uh, it, it didn't feel quite right just having the riff yeah. uh, by itself. But yeah, honestly, you, you got the concept yeah. of the song, man. That's uh, exactly, you know, you go for a dive and you reach that point where you're like, all right, it's I go back up for air now or I go deeper and, uh, you know, that's I can't come back. And I have to say that, that again, it's a very, it's a, it, the point in the album where it's uh, as well, like metaphorically a turning point where if you listen through this whole song, that's the no return point because it is very much, you go through all the steps in that song, you know, you've got the slow melodic stuff, you've got the crazy breakdown, you've got the ending yeah. and then, you, you know, like it is that whole it journey. Yeah, from that point on, the album is something else. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, cool, man. I'm glad you take this uh, the song. It's one of my favorites, actually. Yeah. It's uh, fantastic. You totally, totally took me on a journey. Um, and that's why what I love about your guys' music, it takes I love the ending. somewhere. Yeah. I was going to say, do you have a favorite point in the song point? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I really liked. Uh, um, because, you know, you go through all, all the, the, the changing parts. And then the very last, you guys hit like a chord at the very end of the song. Uh, yeah. And I, I actually felt like I arrived at the deepest point in the ocean right right the halo zone right that's that's like the deepest point in the ocean is that correct yeah, yeah that's that is it. correct that's it that's what and the then let's 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 transition into that song right now tell me about the halo zone you guys just launched a music video for that as well so let, let's hear about it <laughs> oh dude i mean like yeah the, the halo zone um so it became it, we knew that we wanted to do a bit of a concept video for it um, and because of lockdown restrictions yeah. here, we had to, it was kind of like the only video that was Doable. feasible yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. before, you know, we, we could do, um, before we had to go to lockdown. So yeah, we, we kind of just, yeah, went for, for a ride and we got in touch here yeah, with a whole bunch of, um, un under, underwater, uh, videographers yeah. and, you know, and especially David Gruber, who supplied Quite a lot of footage and um yeah we we kind of just had this concept of glow in the dark we we saw the you know obviously the song first off it is a is a tribute tool you know yeah. the progressive band um, tool it's it's honestly okay. just absolute you know in love with these guys They're yeah really big part of our repertoire and uh, i mean our big inspiration yeah big yeah. inspiration mm -hmm. with the concerts when they're here and everything um, and yeah, we, we've been wanting to do a bit of a tribute for them and and the Duff had this these ideas um, of playing with 7-4 and you know, the way it kind of shaped out, it, it felt very toolish and it was like, okay, well, this is the Sevens, song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the song where we, we're going to do this and um, honestly, I'm super proud of this, this song because the one turning point for me was like, okay, well, when we started putting the song together, it, it kind of started taking shape in the, in the same way um, to write another point of no return type song, you know, another seven and a half minute song and, you know, with a whole bunch of bits together. What, what I really like about uh, the Hadal Zone is how, you know, it's actually doesn't have too many sections and the way it repeats and kind of tease you in that first section, then it repeats in that, in that second one and then he moves on to a breakdown. It's got a bit more of a classic 
kind of song structure. Sure. And that coupled with the uptime, with the heavy breakdown, yeah. with the mellow intro and the sounds, uh, I, I cool really, vibe. yeah, I really like that song format. Yeah. And, and I think overall, like, yeah, it does have that depth, like, yeah, yeah. You know, that really submerged vibe, I guess. And, and so, like, when looking at doing something like a video for that, and we called it the Hadle Zone. Yeah, we wanted to, we like, I was searching for a while, uh, deep sea footage, came across a whole bunch of cool stuff, but what really stood out was the the bioluminescent stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that was a whole thing I did not really know about. I knew about, you know, fluorescence, you know. Like corals and stuff, yeah. maybe? But like I, and you know, like, I knew, actual, I, I knew like, about, like, you know, yeah. like you have those anglerfish who have the, they, mm -hmm. they produce light. Yeah. But there's a whole different thing when you know, like, there's a different spectrum of light that sure. you can't see. And, and then when you shine black lights or, you know, certain lights, or, you know, like that certain frequency on fish and coral and things like that, when I saw that, that was awesome. Yeah. So I like reached out to these guys, uh, like, like I said, David Gruber and told, explained the story. He was super keen to get involved. And we had a Skype call with David. He gave us footage and he's just a genuinely awesome person. Um, you know, like his projects are insane. Uh, he's got a new project called Project City. And that's, uh, it's all about trying to communicate or understand whales communications. And so he's working with like, you know, cryptographers and oh, wow. people trying to decipher the language of whales, because if we can understand what's going on for them, we'll be better able to understand what's happening to the ocean yeah. and everything around us. And he was saying to us uh, over this interview, like not interview, over this chat on Skype, he's saying, that the technology they're creating now to understand the whales is the, the basis and the start of what they'll use to try communicate with alien life if we ever come across it. Because oh, wow. you're trying to understand yeah. a completely different species. Uh -huh. And they, they've got like just like a team of people working on it, really amazing stuff. Um, now we felt very inspired talking to that guy. That's it. And when you like the, the, the footage he has is amazing from Luminescent Labs. Um, and so we contacted a few other people uh, who, who, you know, did some uh, Lena Brooke and yeah, yeah, Brooke and yeah, and James as well in, in Scotland. I can't believe he, he dives in it's Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> that's like, you know, like that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, like, and it all came together. And we were like, we looked at all this bioluminescent footage. We're like, okay, we're gonna need, we're gonna need to fit in and, and yeah. blend our. It, it was a bit of a challenge in terms of video, like. Cause we, so we filmed it ourselves. It was like one of the first videos we, uh, we actually properly said, okay, we, we're doing this from A to Z. Yeah. And, um, you know, in a way, thanks to the lockdown, we had the time to edit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big edit. Um, but I, I, yeah, man, I'm super stoked the way it came out. And, um, and if your listeners haven't seen the video, uh, highly encourage everyone to go check it out. It's on YouTube and, um, yeah, it's a bit of a journey. Uh, it's a bit yeah, of a journey. It's cool. And like Alex said, like he's finding that balance between the, the amazing underwater footage and us and the song as well. I'm trying to balance all those. So it made sense. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it's cool. Like uh, it was a bit of back and forth, but like all in a positive way to really just achieve how we envision something. 
and I guess the cool thing is, yeah, like a positive thing that's come out is like we've been able to take our vision in our head and produce it from A to B because we had the time. And that's something that uh, yeah. if we were on tour, it would have not happened. Yeah, for sure. Yep, very cool. Love the video, by the way. It's pretty. It's pretty sick. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, Desire Path. I really enjoyed that song. It uh, it made me feel like I was um, floating, going on a journey. Um, tell me about the concepts that uh, you guys developed for that song. Okay, so th- this track. It, it kind of came out out of the need yeah um because hmm. the you know we were towards the end of writing the album and we didn't have too many slow songs yeah you can listen to the like, like when you listen to the album you really do feel like it's a lot of information to absorb and we were at the writing stage we were like whoa oh, yeah my, i'm getting tired you know trying listening to this and uh, trying to you know assimilate all this stuff and yeah we needed a bit of an air freshener, and that I've been working on the song for um, for your mom actually. You were writing yeah, this. Yeah, so like last year, um, my mom found out she had cancer, and so um, during that time, it was like I guess it was it was like you know I took that and tried to put that into uh, I guess a slow song, and my mom she's gonna listen to this podcast and she's gonna laugh. But you know, she she loves the slow stuff. She always goes to me and Alex, when are you making an etherical, dreamy slow song? <laughs> I kind of, you know, like I was thinking about my mom at the time, and you know, like I already had these kind of chords back in the day and kind of structured something, and the structure kind of worked, and the the breakdown was there, but the chords and the melody were really just not quite there. You know, like I talked to Alex and, and, and you know, like he saw something was there, but it just really wasn't an opal ocean thing. It was kind of, it was definitely way too cheesy, <laughs> you know? And so, <laughs> um, you know, and then like, that, that's the, the part of the really cool thing with us is like, we are able to like, just tell each other straight up, like, hey, you know, like, yes, no, like it has to be, and that's what makes it opal ocean. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be opal ocean if we weren't just going, ah, that sounds like, you know, you know like if we're just letting everything go, you know, and uh, it's a bit of a longer process, but in the end, we end up with something very. Uh, it's very. Cur- it's very curated. It's very curated. Very curated. Sure. You know, we, uh, we we actually have like thirty songs. Um, oh my god! You know, like in writing process that you know that were generated as of you know writing this this twelve songs. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so it, it's a you know like we. You know, we'll start with one idea and then a couple of songs will come out of this and, you know, we'll pick one and then uh, kind of the stuff, you know, but like it's, it's very difficult to, to write slow stuff because we, yeah. we usually, you know, want to go for it and we usually want to, you know, the shreddy stuff or the, the, you know, balance the melody a bit, but yeah. And it worked out, I think it worked out really yeah. well as well because like, so I had, the, I changed the chords around, got some really weird shaped chords because it's in drop D, like actually changed the tuning. We were in E and then changed the tuning, changed the chords. And then I said to Alex, like, take it home and like, you know, see if you can kind of come up with melodies, kind of like spirit of dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because like, I, we discussed this last time, like uh-huh. it was like, recorded and then you chopped it all up. Yep. Therefore this time I had a little more time before uh, the recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I improvised over it for a long time and kind of just found the best bits yeah. and kind of put those together and then relearned everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever kind of creates the 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 you know, the juice and the pickle. Yeah, that's but, it. So <laughs> then we, it's really cool. At the end, we come together and uh, even even in the recording uh, process, uh, the the solo at the end or however you want to call oh, yeah. it. Like that's both of us actually. Terry just said do like an A B thing. Oh and wow! Together yeah. and so like uh, there's yeah. just us. That's really just edited together those things. And, uh, but, yeah, but like it's it's cool because it's you and me yeah. like together in one solo. Yeah, it so is. I like that kind of stuff. And I don't think we put that anywhere in the liners. No, but like it's just a little part of like yeah, it's us. It's like uh, I mean. We, we both like to do this kind of stuff. So why not share the process, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. There's totally. a lot of that album actually. There's different bits where, you know, like Alex- Switching back and forth. Yeah, that's a, Alex will do the solo or, you know, like I'll do the rhythm here, but then like in recording, we end up swapping and then outside of recording, we end up swapping again. And we <laughs> just really have that freedom because we can do both techniques yep. of the rhythm yeah. and the leads. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it's a nice thing you know like some bands you're stuck just doing lead or just rhythm or maybe i like that because yeah yeah, you have your own vision on on you know how you interpret a line and yeah i'll go with it and it's like oh that's a really fucked up fingering (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing this man like try that and then you know that kind of evolve it and you know back and forth Obviously, we both have our strong and weak parts. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a bit more of a wah kind of weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're more like the peaky kind of guy. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. Like, this, <laughs> like, when we take, that's what I like, you know, for example, Desire Path, it's a slower song. And I think Alex's technique when he plays it is the, the vibratos and the way you, grab the notes are better for the slow stuff because i know sometimes like you know like uh, they, like you said like more the picky guy you know like the kind of fast Latin stuff and when it comes to the slow stuff yeah sometimes it's like you've you've got that vibe to really you know i mean yeah you got the big hand to sustain that shit it comes out really good and i yeah, like uh, i like the way we flow yeah. that's probably the, the that's the most fun yeah part of it, you know totally you guys are well and and you know when you guys kind of take turns each of you are going to have different interpretations when it comes to phrasing and all that type of stuff yeah, you know? totally. yeah. so it's 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 pretty cool to hear it and that's inspiring honestly like uh, getting that you know um inspiration for me if I'm you know when I'm like oh I'm stuck on this thing you'll look at it and when you're stuck on something yeah, you'll look at it. yeah that's just like wow it's like another brain which you know got access to that it's good awesome man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, the phrasing is quite amazing when you think about it it's such a simple little concept but when you play you know lines over you know different parts of the beat you know it it uh, you can yeah. create some some pretty different things and different placements and all that stuff it's it's kind of of cool you know having both uh you know interpretations of you know each of your phrasing is kind of cool uh let's let's talk about uh your song that you did with uh jordan rudess um uh let's see uh, let me see you can get mad at me if i uh pronounce this wrong polycephaly 
that's totally that. Yeah. Is that I mean, it? You, we could get mad at you, but we don't actually know the right <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> really, uh, yeah. No, so it means, from memory, it, it means um, multiple heads, yeah. right? Yeah, a creature or animal with multiple heads. Oh, yeah. fascinating. Well, tell me yeah. about this now. I'm, I'm very intrigued now. Tell me. Another, another crazy great time to pass your time on Google. But like, yeah, it, it felt appropriate because um, it, in a multiple uh, on multiple levels, because obviously we have another head having Jordan Rudis sure. uh, involved in this yeah. song. And uh, the song itself uh, is um, two songs put into one yeah kind of we started writing one and then the other one kind of came out you know like we, we got two songs like uh, when we were writing schmeckledy that was uh -huh. the, that was the first song off the album that we actually started writing uh properly and from that you know there was a whole bunch of leftover riffs and even sections and yeah we, we kind of holly was one of those where we had a lot of leftovers that we were trying to make work for a while and in the process of that created a full-on seven and a half minute uh, yeah. dream theater inspired yeah. acoustic song. Um, and actually uh, Jordan said yes to working with us before we had even written the song. So we had, uh, we had written it with Jordan in mind. In mind yeah. Sure, yeah. I actually went through um, the whole of uh, Black Clouds, Black Clouds and Silver Lining. Yeah and dissected um, all the song structures just to understand how a dream theater was putting their, their you know, their prog monstrosities <laughs> <laughs> together. It, it was intense, man, but like oh, super I'm sure. And um, I guess the, the thought behind that was to, um, to make sure that we would produce a song that was to his standards and their way the environment where he kind of felt comfortable doing his thing that you know to kind of get the yeah. most out of him yeah you know yeah. Sure. Yep. in that sense and he, i think he totally got it like that that was just the most satisfying moment when, when we got the tracks back and man he got exactly what we had in mind and it's just to ah it, it is so satisfying honestly all that work that, that kind of came out and yeah, oh, I just loved his parts and then what a cool thing. He sent he sent forty different tracks yeah. of sounds and textures and oh my gosh, you know, like, yeah. he he really knows what we wanted, you know. And uh, no, amazing guy, amazing That's playing his piano, his piano playing in the part. middle and the right. slow part. Uh -huh. That was just like when we heard that for the first time, we were like, holy, that was like amazing. And it's funny because we we had the solo like the the his synth lead solo yeah and um, we had that before anything else because he recorded that section when he was on tour in europe during yeah. uh during, during a sound shake or something oh, oh wow yeah sometime during that, that yeah. uh, before the show and uh he, he sent us the, the video he was on stage he's using you know like the dream theater keyboard you know and like uh <laughs> He's on stage and it's cool, and we can't well, wait yeah, to yeah, share. We can hear our, our track going through their, you know, their PA's and yeah. everything. I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Super cool. Like, I was just like, we, we're like, yeah, we're big fans, big fans of Dream Theater uh, crew, and honestly, it was such an honor to um, to be able to, you know, kind of work with this guy. He nailed it. Yeah, he nailed it, and you know, he still has much of inspiration as uh, you know as it was before we worked on this. 
And uh, yeah, uh, like, yeah, like as much as Hadelson is a tribute to um, Tool, uh, Polycephaly is a tribute to uh, Dream Theater in yeah. that sense. Very cool. And again, we're trying to sum up all the prog. Yeah, it's, it's all the prog stuff. Sure. No, it's the next album is going to be all about Opeth, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> Well, uh, I did hear. Let's talk about effects because last last time we talked, you guys said you're you're using more effects than than the previous album. Um, yeah. It sounded like you guys used some delays. Maybe from when I was listening, it sounded like you you had like a a, wha- a was it a whammy pedal? Yeah. Oh yeah. Whammy. You guys use that. <laughs> I can't remember. Right, my friend. Yes. <laughs> no. We um, we were lucky enough to uh, been sent some uh, whammy pedals from EHX. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're um, they're infamous uh, slammy slammy pedals. Slam and whammy. The little slammy signatures. <laughs> no, they they're great. Honestly, those those they tracked so so nicely because we were having a bit of trouble with the acoustics on, on the helix and everything. It's just like ah, oh, it's nice, but. Uh, we, we, yeah, it wasn't as precise, honestly. And so we shoved those on, and um, the um, you know, "Call to the Void" I think is one of the songs where it's just heavy on the yeah uh, on whammy, and uh, yeah, that song is actually a bit of a tribute to Gojira. We, we had a, a bit of time where we were listening to Gojira. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just our metal side. Yeah, we got a big metal side for sure. Yeah, and. Um, and Mellotron, a whole yeah, bunch of Mellotron. I was going to say, the other, other pedal that we got sent was the, well, we got sent quite a few from EHX, but they've got one that emulates a Mellotron. And okay. uh, the cool thing is, like, we, we started playing with it. We're like, oh, man, we're okay. Like, so we'll take the pedal into the studio to do the, the Mellotron guitar yeah. bits. Turns out they had, you know, like, a classic. An, an actual Mellotron. And- <laughs> so, you know, like, a lot of those bits, yeah. uh, you know, like, the even the Mellotron choir sounding thing or in shapeshifters, there's, yeah. like, a lot of Mellotron. That's all mm-hmm. something that, that is inspired by the effect pedal that we received. Yeah. And it's really cool. I, I think that's a big part of our, our sound as well as being inspired by those different you know sound landscapes or soundscapes sorry yeah yeah kind of like adding an extra level to the wah as well you know, we, we yeah. were just all about the wah before now we kind of upgraded yeah that's it. <laughs> more more <Yeah>. things <laughs> and, uh, as well like we had a really cool one um as well in uh call to the void was mm-hmm. uh the Oh, we have a Leslie. Leslie, that's yeah, it. Yeah, there's a couple Leslie's. Oh, in. wow. Yeah, yeah that, honestly. Super interesting. Like, I mean, like, if we're going to go to a studio, might as well use all this stuff. Might yeah. as well use all this stuff. And so they had an actual Leslie. Oh, yeah, yeah man. No, it was great. We put, we put a nylon string guitar through a Leslie. That's, that's amazing. Before. Yeah, no, that was... We rec- no, I think the craziest thing is that we recorded an actual microwave in the studio. We oh, went... Yeah. We went in the kitchenette and hijacked the freaking microwave. We we literally took out the microwave, plugged it in, (laughs) put in a little bowl of water. I don't know. There's like, like, I don't even know how much thousands of dollars of equipment in there. And like Alex is like fiddling around with a microwave on a chair with a bowl of water. Oh my gosh. Like a helix (laughs) and like... Some vintage Neumann microphones <laughs> were like, this could go bad, but you know, <laughs> it's all part of the journey. We're in shit, right? 
Uh, we're not, but they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Leslie, the Leslie speakers are pretty cool. I actually have a foot pedal from Strymon uh, called the the Lex. And it's and it replicates the the sound of the Leslie. Leslie yeah. It yes, is so trippy. fun to play with. Yeah, yeah it is trippy. It's an underwater feeling as well, you know, like we. It gives you that uh, that dimension. Actually, have you ever been next to a real real Leslie? Yeah. Uh, I no, I haven't been next to one. The closest I've been to was when uh, when I saw Nora Jones in concert last year. Yeah. She had yeah. one on her guitarist had one on stage and. But yeah, I haven't I haven't really seen one it's in person. A crazy, it's a crazy device. The the thing that buzzed me out the most was uh, you can't tell where the sound is coming from because the, really? it's a it's a rotating speaker, and you know it bounces off the room there like quite a lot because it, yeah, it just, just you know like propels you know sound waves all around, yeah. and it's such a big ambient wow. thing. You know, it, it buzzed me out. I couldn't really like. Not the one we had in studio because it obviously was kind of a isolated yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, the speaker is there. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember, yeah, I had yeah. we had one had one in my, my music school, and oh man, it was a big, uh, it was a big unit as well. I turned it on, I was like, man, the bass, I can't tell where it's coming from. Yeah, because you can separate the horns yeah. as well, like the the yeah. highs from the lows, and then so you got two different speakers yeah. rotating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy, man. Like it's a it's fascinating. very cool invention. Very cool. I'm so glad you guys were able to use it and mess around with it. Uh, oh yeah, so cool. We, if you want to see actually all of that stuff, we uh, we filmed it all, and uh, there is a playlist um, of our studio, you know, uh, recordings, uh, you know, of us actual in studio yeah. doing takes and going through all the bits. If you yeah, want to go just... check that out on YouTube, it, it's it's fun. Like I watched it the other day, I was like, oh man. <laughs> All I'll behind the scenes. I'll, I'll check it out. Just your Opal Ocean YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. It. Just uh, the Halo Zone behind the scenes. Well, on a studio. Studio updates. Studio updates. Yeah. Okay, I'll more. find it. And all of our listeners, go find, go follow, uh, or subscribe to Opal Ocean on uh, YouTube. They uh, they put a lot of great content out there. You guys, Alex yeah, yeah. Nadav, thank you again for coming on the podcast for the second time. It I'm was. Pleasure a pleasure uh reconnecting with you guys and talking about your amazing album that you just released the halo zone uh you they uh, our listeners can find that on all streaming platforms yeah um sure. you guys sure. you guys sell do you guys sell any shirts and stuff with like the the, yes. the album yes. cover we, we do yeah so you can go onto our website www.opalocean.com.au and just follow the links towards the shop or just type in forward slash shop and uh yeah we've got uh pre-orders happening for our t-shirts we actually next week uh putting through our first order of t-shirts and uh hopefully picking up cds and vinyls very soon so it's all happening it's all happening man amazing well uh very excited with your new release you guys it's it's uh been a complete joy and a journey to to listen to the the full album uh to our listeners follow us on uh instagram guitar freaks podcast and you can go over to facebook and join the guitar freaks podcast uh, facebook group alex nadav you guys freaking rock thanks again for coming on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to tell our audience tonight to rock.
on. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Guitar Freaks podcast. Check out www.fretdeck.com to help you learn the guitar.